Hello everyone, Malia here, your exvangelical, mystical moon maven, midwife, manifesting generator if you follow human design, and now official reader for the Mediocre Mystic, and I'm so honored to be here with you, with Grace, with all of her listeners and followers, because quite honestly, anybody that listens to and follows Grace is probably my people too. Um, And I love this podcast. I love the way Grace shares her wisdom, her journey, her humor, her heart, her soul, all of that with all of us. And so it was just such an honor to be asked to do the monthly readings. And of course, I jumped at it. Um, because I just love being involved in anything that she's doing. If you would like your own reading, your own personal reading, you can go over to Instagram, follow me at lunar underscore aligned and shoot me a DM. Let me know kind of what you're looking for and um, we can customize a reading that's just right for you. The reading I'm doing for the collective today is a mind-body-spirit reading, and I'm using the Gentle Tarot by Mari of Mari in the Sky on Instagram. This deck was born out of her own mental health journey. She's an indigenous woman in Alaska, and I um, highly encourage you, if you're a tarot deck lover like I am, to go and follow her and uh, order her decks. She's in the process of putting together an oracle deck right now, I think. Um, she just does beautiful work, and it all comes from a really intuitive and deep place in her soul, and it's so evident in these cards and in her work. And I know Grace is going to post a picture of the cards. And when you see the artwork, you're just going to be blown away. It's so beautiful. So mind, body, spirit reading using the gentle tarot. In the spot of mind, we have the unseen card. Now this is part of the major arcana, but this is a card that Mari added. So it was born of her own intuition. And I love that so much. The phrase that she picked for the unseen card is I surrender myself to the infinite whole and remember the abundance of love all around my being. And the being that this is February in the love month, I wanted to be sure and read that because I felt like it was honoring of that energy. But also the unseen is a place that we're really being asked to come into right now. If you are part of the collective, looking at what's going on around us. And when I say part of the collective, I'm talking about the people who are connected to yourself, people who are connected to uh, seeing this world as a whole. You see yourself as a thread in the tapestry instead of the extremes of hyper-individualism or on the opposite side of that, like having no individual identity at all. Um, but you see yourself as part of a whole and as a, uh, as, as a part of the whole that has purpose. And so when I say the collective, that's what I'm referring to. 
And so the unseen is very much where we are being called to in our minds right now. Now, the unseen can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And lately I've been pondering, you know, what do I believe the quote, the universe actually is? And do I even believe in the universe? Um, I believe in an energetic field for sure. Um, But that's part of this calling part of part of what we are being called into is expansion in our mind. Now, I think we feel like expansion in our mind comes from knowledge, comes from reading more and listening to more gurus and all these kinds of things, but that is not the way we expand our mind. That's the way we fill our mind. But the way we expand our mind is to go into the unseen, put all of our tools down on the floor or back in the toolbox, and just sit in that space, sit in that void, and see what comes up. When we allow ourselves to take our mind to that place, And I think that we're all really scared of it. And honestly, I think (laughs) part of the New Age movement is responsible for this because they keep talking about the darkness and the shadows and all those kinds of things like they're big, scary places, but they're not. They're just places. They're neutral. Every place has a purpose. Every place has some type of something to offer. So we go into the unseen and, you know, we allow what's going to come up. Have you ever been in like a sensory deprivation situation, like a float tank or something like that? I haven't been. I keep saying I want to go, but I haven't been. But the unseen is that place. It's that place of sensory deprivation where... We just kind of shut everything out and get down into the core of our intuition and hear our, hear our internal voice start to talk. Um, but also the unseen is a place to recognize that whatever is out there, we're not sure of. So if you're in a place right now where you have, where you feel like you are following something. And this is something as an ex-evangelical I've had to be really careful of is not to leave one religion and follow another. Are you in the unseen right now in that you are following what your intuition is truly leading you to? Or are you following what someone is saying? Because you don't want to go into the unseen. You don't trust yourself in the unseen. You're afraid that if you get put in the unseen, you'll believe the wrong thing. You'll go after the wrong thing. You'll do the wrong thing. And you keep thinking, I need someone to guide me. I need someone to turn on the lights. Mm -mm. Sometimes we need somebody to come in and turn off the lights. Let me be that person for you. It's time to turn off the lights and get deep within yourself because this whole year is going to ask you to rethink every belief you've ever had. 
And you got to be willing to do that in order to expand. If you want to expand your mind, that's what you do. You expand your mind by putting all of that down and just allowing it to, to move and be, and to be expanded beyond its borders. If you just want to fill your mind, then just keep following gurus and keep reading books and keep doing all the things. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with, you know, being under the teachings of people. I'm, I like to think I'm a person who's a teacher. There's nothing wrong with that, but we have to be careful about our relationship to it. And so sometimes we have to come back to the unseen to make sure that what we're doing is really honoring ourselves, surrendering ourselves to the infinite whole and not to a group that believes this or a group that does that, right? And that's the way we keep that abundance of love around us. So in the mind, you're being asked to move into the unseen spaces. In the body, the body spot, we've got the six of stones. Now, the six of stones is a card that's, you know, equivalent to the six of pentacles in the traditional tarot. And it's about harmony, balance, give and take, evaluating where you're at um, with those dynamics in your life. But it's also kind of like, where are you, where are you, where are you experiencing longing? And then on the flip side of that, um, or where are you experiencing longing that's maybe leading to some resentment? And then on the flip side of that, like, where are you over giving to the point of resentment? And since resentment to contentment is the reigning theme in my cyclical living group, this lunar cycle, it's not a surprise to me that this card is coming up. There's a sweet spot in the middle, always. And so pulling back on that overgiving and, um, but being willing to sort of lean into and release some of that resentment and particularly this card being in the body spot thinking about being called into the unseen our mind being called into the unseen our mind our body goes wherever our mind goes and so anything that's happening in the mind is going to express itself somehow in the body and so if you are going into the unseen and your mind is expanding your body is going to start to respond to that most likely your nervous system is going to respond to that. So we really have to be sure that we are giving to our body and not just taking from our body. And I'm not even talking about self-care. That's such a buzzword and phrase. I'm talking about something deeper than that. I'm talking about taking the time to listen to what your body is saying. I'm talking about spending time with your body and learning its tells, learning the language that it speaks to you through. And in order to do that, you really have to connect and tune in. And again, I'm not even talking about, you know, um, exercising more. I'm not talking about 
eating all the quote right things that that is on the surface of everything I am talking about tuning into the sensations in your body learning to see the consistencies and the patterns in your body like the way every time I start saying something that is not true to me that I don't feel is truth deep in my core I get this weird pain in the back of my neck every single time I will get this weird ache in the back of my neck. And yes, I have a little arthritis there, but that is a consistent tell for me. So what does this give and take relationship with your body look like? Are you listening as, with your body as much as you are talking with your body? And by talking with your body, I mean doing the things, right? Being in motion. Are you listening as much as you're moving? Are you giving as much as you're taking? When we find this relationship with our own bodies, then we are able to, uh, to uh, replicate that in our universe around us and the universe around us being the energetic field that is immediately around us that, um, that we are in essence creating. And so getting into that space where you really understand what your body is saying to you, and it takes time and it takes practice, but this is what we're being called to right now. This is what we're being called to right now. And it goes along with the expansion that's happening in the mind. The expansion happens in the mind, but the contraction and the... Um, not the contraction, the, um, the processing part of that expansion in the mind will happen in the body. And in order for the body to be able to process all of that change, we have to give to it and listen to it um, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We have to listen to it really intently. Then we get to the spirit card, the death card. Everybody, you know, nobody loves the death card because the death, right? We, we're so scared of death. Um, we're so just, we feel like death is the ultimate betrayal in our society. And um, that's really unfortunate because it has really affected the way that we don't heal from loss and from death in our society. Um, the death card is just a card of moving on. And in, uh, in the book, Mari, her phrase that she uses for the death card is, I embrace my most true self. I leave behind what no longer serves me. I love that she uses that phrase, no longer serves me, because I hear people and um, teachers all the time saying, release what doesn't serve you, only keep the things that do. Here's the thing, let me just tell you, no matter what you're doing, no matter what's happening in your life right now, whatever is going on that you're, you're doing or allowing, what it is serving you in some way, everything is serving us in some way. Now, at some point, it may stop serving us. 
we may evolve, we may expand, we may grow, and it may no longer serve us at that point. But everything serves us for a while. And even though those things might not be what in our society would we would consider healthy, they are in fact tools that help us get by. So for years, I've had binge eating disorder, and it kind of comes and goes in how it shows up in my life. And, you know, I could say, oh, I want to release binge eating disorder because it doesn't serve me, meaning it doesn't do anything good for me. That's not true. Maybe it does have a lot of um, challenges and negatives that come with it, but it actually does serve me in some ways. Sometimes Binge eating is what temporarily regulates my nervous system and helps me get by in that moment. And in that way, it serves me. So the card, the death card that, um, that Mari has created is the picture of a hermit crab leaving the shell for a bigger shell. And I love, love, love that depiction on this card because the walls have gotten too t- have come in too close and gotten too tight around this hermit crab and so they are leaving to go into a bigger, brighter, more expansive, more spacious place. And that is what it looks like to release what isn't currently serving us. But in doing that, we can say a um honoring goodbye to the things that have served us even if we feel like they weren't the best things maybe they weren't the best choices whatever we can put all kinds of judgments on them but they did serve us in the moment and we are much more likely to move on and evolve from those things when we bid them an honoring and sacred farewell rather than push them out of our lives and reject them and kick them out the door, uh, you know, like a bad ex. (laughs) So changing our perspective spiritually on what it looks like to walk away from the things that are closing in, closing us in from the things that we have outgrown. This is going to be a year that's going to ask you to reevaluate every belief you've ever had when when it happens to you I hope that you remember my voice in this moment and be like fuck Malia said this is what was going to (laughs) happen and I'm I'm talking about every belief you've ever held to the degree where you're going to be saying like oh my god I never this was not even on my radar. I didn't even know this was up for the challenge like This was a belief I've held for so long and thought was absolutely 100% the right belief. I can't believe I'm even questioning it. How is this happening? That is the energy that this year is going to be, which is why we have to be willing to go into the unseen. We have to be willing to go into places that are not polluted so that we can allow our eyes to be fresh and our hearts to be fresh to receive the information that we need to evolve and grow. 
We have to honor our bodies in that place because this is a lot of change and our nervous system will respond. So honoring our bodies in uh, different ways. And in my um, cyclical living group, we've started a body focus every month uh, or every lunar cycle, which is every month. Um, this this particular lunar cycle, we're doing heart openers. Um, and so we are focusing on postures and things in our daily uh, daily living that open the heart. And um, so caring for our bodies in that way. I did a little 15-minute heart opener routine with my group the other morning on Facebook Live, and it's such a vulnerable feeling. But when I was done, I just felt so uplifted. And so sometimes, you know, we have to go into that uncomfortable space to find that expansion. And that was the part of giving, giving to my body, giving back to it, allowing it, taking the time and allowing it to expand in that way so that my nervous system could regulate and allow my heart to open and me to release uh, some of the resentment that had built up. So mind going into the unseen, body being sure that you're giving to it as much as you're taking from it and letting that energy go outward into your life that you're that you are giving and taking in an ebb and flow so that there is mm, I hate the word balance but harmony so there's harmony there and then spirit the death card being willing to walk away from what we've outgrown and walk into again the unknown the new shell that we don't really know how it all is going to work out yet but being willing to walk into that being willing to uh, open our hearts to something new to something fresh and to something very evolved it's such an honor to uh, bring this reading to you. I hope that your February is one of um, exploration, of non-judgmental observation, of expansion, of vulnerability, and of releasing your resentment and finding your way into contentment. It's exciting stuff. Good stuff for the love month. Thank you so much for giving me the honor of reading to you and for you. Uh, again, if you are interested in a reading of your own, check me out over at lunar underscore align. Shoot me a DM. Let me know you heard uh, my reading on the Mediocre Mystic. And let's talk about what you need and what you'd like to... Uh, explore in a reading with me um i'm going to revive i'm going to be the prodigal podcaster on the exvangelical anti-devotional and i'm going to revive that podcast again after a little hiatus to allow myself to go through a heavy grief process but i'm coming back out of that now and um and then i've also 
for any of you that this might apply to, I have just started a postpartum library of cyclical living ideas for people during the postpartum season to help to uh, reduce or prevent postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety through cyclical living, through intentional living, small uh uh, sustainable doable steps that are realistic for when you have a new baby in your life um, and you can find information on that over on instagram at mind.your.birth and uh, follow me over there have a wonderful month